As the seeker proceeds in the path of yoga, it is important that he not misinterpret or misunderstand what he experiences or what the source of the experience may be. Most people confuse the terms self, spirit, and soul so that they really cannot appreciate the different aspects or significances. The traditional paths of yoga frequently set as the goal a liberation from the external nature through realization of the self or spirit above, free, independent, unattached to the world and what it has to offer. The soul is understood to be something personal that both inhabits the life and represents some truer essence of an individual's being. We speak of soulmates as being kindred souls that have a long-standing relationship with the soul from birth to birth. Sri Aurobindo elaborates on what he calls the psychic being, which is the development of the soul through its experience and growth from life to life, which matures and brings forth deeper elements and aspects of existence as it develops. For most human beings, the psychic being remains hidden deep within, not recognized or accepted as the guiding principle of the life. Life takes place on the surface, in the external being, carrying out the needs and desires of the body, life, and mind, without reference to any deeper significance to the life and the experience. When the psychic being reaches a certain stage of development, it can and does come forward and take on the guidance of the mind-life-body complex. At that point, it becomes possible to transform the external life into something that reflects and embodies the spiritual purpose of the universal manifestation. Sri Aurobindo observes, quote, the Jivatman, spark soul, and psychic being are three different forms of the same reality, and they must not be mixed up together, as that confuses the clearness of the inner experience. The Jivatman, or spirit, as it is usually called in English, is self-existent above the manifested or instrumental being. It is superior to birth and death, always the same, the individual self or Atman. It is the eternal, true being of the individual. The soul is a spark of the divine, which is not seated above the manifested being, but comes down into the manifestation to support its evolution in the material world. It is at first an undifferentiated power of the divine consciousness containing all possibilities which have not yet taken form but to which it is the function of evolution to give form. This spark is there in all living beings from the lowest to the highest. The psychic being is formed by the soul in its evolution. It supports the mind, vital, body, grows by their experiences, carries the nature from life to life. It is the psychic or Chaitya Purusha, at first, it is veiled by mind, vital, and body, but as it grows, it becomes capable of coming forward 
and dominating the mind, life, and body. In the ordinary man, it depends on them for expression and is not able to take them up and freely use them. The life of the being is animal or human and not divine. When the psychic being can, by sadhana, become dominant and freely use its instruments, then the impulse towards the divine becomes complete and the transformation of mind, vital, and body, not merely their liberation, becomes possible. The self or Atman being free and superior to birth and death, the experience of the Jivatman and its unity with the supreme or universal self brings the sense of liberation. It is this which is necessary for the supreme spiritual deliverance. But for the transformation of the life and nature, the awakening of the psychic being and its rule over the nature are indispensable. End quote. Reference, Sri Aurobindo and the Mother, Our Many Selves, Practical Yogic Psychology, Chapter 2, Planes and Parts of the Being, pages 83 to 84.